Hello and welcome to Life of the Party. We are Nick's Rising Industries. I am JD, your Dungeon Master. Are we ready to go? Yes! yes. yes. Ooh, <laughs> Let's go. We'd like to welcome back Laura Tolton, a wonderful illustrator, who's joining us these few sessions as Captain Jocelyn de Fabron. Okay. We catch up with our adventurers, having left the city of Lakeside, chasing down a lead on the Weeping Eye. We have now discovered that Renard is actually Prince Vanda de Argenfort, regent of Miratale. His family recently having come under attack in his own palace and being forced to flee under accusations of treason, deception and murder. He is now chasing down this organisation, this mercenary company, the Weeping Eye, who he believes are responsible for it, allied with the party, as well as the captain of his former royal guard, Captain Jocelyn de Fabron, and her associate, Arenthius van Weimark. The crew sailed <laughs> north from Lakeside on the Lara Bird, their ship, encountering a young blue dragon, which attacked them in the early hours of the morning. Our adventurers have just beaten back the beast, and are watching its broken remains float slowly in the water. <laughs> what would you like to do? I like to go and stabilize Astra and yeah. Cassian. I'm gonna yeah, my grab grabbing skills. Cassian and hold him to his feet. <coughs> okay, okay. Healing him back to consciousness cool. as okay. I do. If you make a medicine check. Yeah. Uh, let's say uh, 15. 15, yeah. Astra, you... <gasps> Open your mouth. You smell burnt hair and flesh. You see smoke coming off your clothes and most of the people's. Off most of the ship. Parts of the sails are beginning to smolder and burn. You're okay. You're okay, I got you. Did we get it? We got no, it. I'm just to Sarial Sarial yes. down. That was awesome, by the way. Remarkable. <laughs> She's without a word gonna cast healing spirit. Mm-hmm. And the sort of blue, white, silvery, misty hair is going to start sort of hopping around everyone, and mm. everyone gets three hit points back. Oh, um, I was standing kind of near where Astra was when you went down, wasn't I? Because I was at the back of the. <coughs> yeah, I think. Uh, you kind of like. I was, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah at least we'll go over to Astra and just kind of crouch down beside him and put a hand on his shoulder. It's okay. Maybe you should go take a lie down below decks, yeah? Mm-hmm. We can get the ship back in weapon order. Ash spoilersly just goes, just disappears beneath the ship. Just doesn't make eye contact with anybody. Mm-hmm. Red just taking off his hat and is sat against the balustrade to just put the hat over his face and just breathing deeply. <sighs> Where did the beast fall? I'm already running up to where I saw Sariel cast the spell over here, Cassian. And I'm looking into the water to see if it. Is there any sign of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see it. It's floating in the water. Oh, it's floating. I thought it was sinking. Uh, uh, There's like like one like wing is like sinking down, but for the moment it's floating. Sorry. I shoot the sword and dive in. Yeah. Oh, okay. You go off the side. Breaking the water and coming immediately to its body. Yeah. Um. Anything that might be a value, thinking of like teeth, 
cause scales. potentially yeah, yeah. scales. But I'd say you probably wouldn't be able to do that underwater, even with breathing. You might be able to tow it to the shore, but it, like trying to pull anything off mm -hmm. would do okay, it. Okay, then I'll just kind yeah, of get a bead on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I'd say yeah. You don't like eye up its condition. Yeah, it is scorched and damaged in a lot of places, but the head is fine. And yeah, you're certain that dragon teeth, dragon horns, claws, eyes. Um, the organ from where it produces this electrical charge most certainly be valuable. Cool, I'll climb onto it and sort of prop myself up. Uh, okay, it's not really much to support your weight, and like. Oh, so back to the ship then! <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a lot of valuable resources in that thing, but do we have time to tow it ashore and. We don't really have much time to waste. Captain, you okay? <sighs> yes, I'm uh, fine, yeah. That was... Yeah, I'm fine. Are you? I'm fine. Good. I... I'm going to check on Astra. Is everyone else doing okay? Yeah. You okay, Arinthias? Raises his hat while he's laid. Back down. Go below decks to Astra then. Uh, in Infernal, I just say, good show. <laughs> you said the air like, like darkens around you as you say that, and he turns back and repeats and... To you too. <laughs> Astra? Astra sat down says, um, cradling something. No, his bag's in his lap and he's cradling it, or cradling something in it. I will crouch in front of him and gently put a hand on his arm. Do you want to talk about it? You told me it helps to talk. I did, didn't I? <laughs> you did. You don't have to, but I'm extending the same offer you extended to me. That was... I'm sorry, that was a lot. A lot more than I expected we'd encounter. It's not your fault. I know. I just can't, I just keep going down and I can't do that. We need to work on strategy and defence, but there will always be things that catch us off guard. You're still here, and it isn't. I can't imagine how many lives that thing took. But not yours. Breathing's still kind of ragged, but he just won't make eye contact with you. He's still just focusing on the inside of his bag. Do you just want some time? Mm-hmm. Do you want me to stay here or not? Yes. I just take a seat next to you, <laughs> quietly, and leave you to it. Yeah. Above that, <sighs> uh, I'd like to go up to Sariel. She's holding her hair. Mm. Kind of smile at it, like... Mm. <laughs> you alright? Oh, I'm fine. Just sad I didn't get to see you deal the finishing blow. What's down to everyone? I'm just proud to say our little wolf has plenty of fangs. I'm glad you're alright. You too. It's 
They keep taking falls, but we get back up again. We do, don't we? Yes. Did you find anything on the dragon? Oh, it's got plenty of resources, but as Vandalin said, we don't have much time to deal with it. Let it sink to the bottom of the sea. Hmm. Suitable offering for her. As long as everyone's okay. I don't know if Astra is. Hmm. I think he took it pretty hard. He has music. It always brightens the spirit. A little hand over. Mm. Soothes the soul. At this point, you hear the creaking of wood and sails. As Renthius has pulled a line and begin to pull the ship about. I'll help him. Mm-hmm. We begin to make slow progress back, drifting away from the body of the dragon. You're, you're probably like 600 feet from the islet, where you're now all able to see, still quite far off in the distance, a sort of pyre of jumbled together wood, ships and masts and sails. You're certainly towards it. <clears throat> um, I forgot to say that while all that was going on, Elise would have sat like on the sort of like balustrade of the ship or whatever, looking at the dragon, like with her feet dangling over, yeah, yeah, yeah. writing, drawing in her cool. notebook. Cool. This wreckage, is it blocking? It's on a little island, an island, okay. so it's like so it's, not, so it's not blocking our way. No, 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 so you can go, you can go around. <clears throat> cool. Okay. I will stay with Astra for 10 minutes or so, and then I'm going to come back up. Mm-hmm. And also starts the end of the ship. Uh, yeah. We've got to Arenthus. What's the damage? Nothing major. Really. She still sails? Yeah. Of course. Of course. A couple of little holes. Points for you out. Oh, immediately. Starts mending. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to take some time. You can stitch yeah. some smaller ones together and start working on the larger ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we get underway again. Yeah. I'm sorry, everyone. There's no time to rest. It's understandable. Mm-hmm. Bobbin is just sitting somewhere, furiously working on the health potions, pretty mm. concentrated on what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Is Astra doing okay? I don't know, but I think he'll recover. If you've nothing else to do, you'd probably appreciate a friend sitting with him. But I should know. if you guys can handle the ship, we'll be fine. We've got Take it. Take your time, then. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I just go downstairs, go down to where Astra sat, and just say like, if you want. More company. I can stay with you if you don't. I'll leave. Whatever you want. He's aware Renard left him, just hand still deep in his bag, which is on his lap. Nod. Just sit down next to him. Don't say anything. But just mm-hmm. lean. Yeah. Those of you on deck, see as you get closer, you pass around the uh, the island. You see it's maybe like well, it sounds like like a football field. Essentially, piled up in the centre on this sort of like scrub and rockland, piled up the remains of maybe 20, 30 ships. You see, it's like this huge pyre coming up, maybe 30 metres in the air, of just scorched and blackened wood, <coughs> and torn sails and rigging. You see masts poking out and cannons which have rolled down. You're able to see on the shoreline a few remains of 
of bones. I would like to just be looking for anything identifiable to see where these ships have come from and stuff. Just yeah, make, curious. make a perception check. Uh, 23. 23, okay, okay. You're able to pick out one nameplate <coughs> that you're able to see where the art of ship is sort of close up to you, which is dependence. Looking over a few others, you can see the remains of dozens and dozens of ships. There are one or two that look familiar. They seem to be flying the colours of, well, were flying, now tattered remains, the colours of the ECC. Oh god. <laughs> what? Uh, some of my ships are in there. I look at Arendius and Jocelyn, I'm just like, uh, do I hear you say this? Am I? Yeah, you're all pretty okay. close. Right, I run over and look as well. We can take a minute. Half an hour isn't going to hold us back much. Okay, um... I can't cross the shore, but I, I just, I... Do you want to look? I'll pull us closer. Begin spinning the helm, the boom swings out and banks slowly up. Still moving around it slightly, but you're able to get a clearer view now and around the base of this sort of pyre. Dozens and dozens and hundreds of skeletons and bones and less so skeletons, more recently deceased. But a couple of exposed bones. Can I jump from the ship to the land or is it too far? Uh, you could jump out and you'd be in like uh, like a few feet of water. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. climb up on the balustrade and jump out yeah. into the water. Jump out, it's not far, and you're a narrow bottom boat so you can get in mm-hmm. quite far and you land up to your waist in water and trace through the beach. The rest of you are on deck, Renthi's looking around, pulling things in and then casting the anchor off the stern of the ship. Hi. I guess we're stopping. Mm-hmm. I instantly follow Vanden. Mm-hmm. Would we feel that we've... Yeah, you feel it. I'll still stay next to Astra, but I'll cast message at Arentheus and just say, we've stopped, is everything okay? We're just going to take a look around. Okay. Yeah, she, like, shouts back down. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh is it just that close? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, like, basically, like, like 20 feet away from you. Oh, okay. So you hear it next to Astra, who's in an emotional move That's better, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he yells back down. Um, yeah, I... I just start picking through the wreckage, mm-hmm. like carefully at first, and then kind of furiously just like. Okay. As you get, it's essentially like like a, a hill, like a small mountain of it. So you can like climb up some of it, but down the bottom, you're able to pick out and pull out and probably you can. Uh, the rest of you, are you doing anything? I'll follow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess. Jump off. Well, do you mind if I go? Ash just shakes his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll follow as well. You'll jump off. I'll stay on the ship. Okay. I'll okay. also stay on the ship. Okay. Still working on the health potions. Yeah. yeah. Jump off in shallow water and start digging through the salvage. Uh, if one person makes an investigation, check with advantage. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> um, it's 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, 19. Okay, okay. Takes you about 10 minutes, but you find tattered remnants of. ECC uniforms, you find one shattered nameplate which says the Windflower. This is probably the Windflower. And not exclusively ships of 
of that charter. But you know this was a, a common route and you think back and someone had mentioned something about ships hadn't been coming down river to Lakeside from this way for a while. Is there any indication of how long some of these have been here? Um, probably at its oldest maybe a month, six weeks. And then it's most recent? Most recent couple of days. I take out my rapier and just scream and just start hitting the wreckage. Just like in fury, just mm. letting out a whole lot of pent up anger. You tear and tear at the wood and bits fall down the slope and roll into the way behind you. <sighs> just like <laughs> yell at you while you're doing this. Vandal, what are you doing? What's wrong? Who are, you, are you looking for someone? No, this is just... <sighs> These are my men. These are the bodies of my men. <laughs> I <sighs> Weeks travel from Miratel now, but... <laughs> Still more bodies of people I know. <sighs> God. I'm gonna take one of the ECC pennants. Mm-hmm. And pull it out and... A little cavalcade, a little avalanche of wood and detritus falls down. Pulls down, rolls into the sea, cannonballs and chain shot and barrels of powder. <laughs> you see, as it falls out, a swathe of gold and gems just pour out next to you. Hoarded, probably from all these ships. And it's not your fault. No, it's just crap, isn't it? It is. It is. <laughs> a whole lot of it. There's gold here if any of you want it. I'm going to start searching through like, bodies for weapons or anything useful. I want to start searching for useful stuff as well. You find a couple of daggers and short swords and... Don't you find any pistols. <laughs> none that are in a usable okay. state. But... There are abrasive cannons. Most are too large for the ship, but you do find a brace of small front-nosed guns. Essentially, that you could, you might be able to get onto the ship. There's a ballista, but in not great condition. It's been really partly torn apart. I'm just heaving this out. I'm like, get this on the ship. Mm-hmm. I go and help. Yeah, yeah. Takes you better part of half an hour, but you're able to dig out chests and. Mm-hmm. and sacks and load everything in and swathes and swathes of gold that are hoarded. The two little cannons, a pair of them, uh, you're able to sort of wheel down and when you have to replace a wheel put it on its brace and you're able to get it up close to the ship. It'll be a bit of a mission to bring it up and on but something you can do. Too much? Yeah, <clears throat> Are you taking time to count it? Well, I guess we don't have to now. No. Well, um, over a thousand pieces easily. Oh, wow. A lot of silver, occasional gems. You see, these were all hoarded centrally. Right. And so this thing is sort of built like a cocoon around itself. Mm-hmm. Well, let's fix this thing on. Yeah, it'll be useful. Sorry, this was just. It's okay. Just another thing. <laughs> I understand. I'm gonna climb back onto the ship. Mm-hmm. 
Well, it won't hurt anyone anymore. Mm-hmm. Think of it as vengeance. Yes. Arantheus, where did you sail? Mostly around the bay. I recognise the colours. Sailed under your name for a while. In the Navy. That was some time ago. Have you seen a ship called the Diet Wolf in the bay in the last few months? Not that I can think of. But I have connections. It's fine. I just... I don't have time to search through this whole pile. <laughs> Let's get underway. Mm-hmm. I hate to say this, but... We should burn this. There's many dead in one area. Yeah. It's a nil omen. I can help with that. Do it. I mean, I only have fireball. Well, actually, no, I do have chromatic orbs of fire. Like, it's, well. it's a pyre of wood. Okay. It would go up. So I guess, like, as we're sailing away, I'll just stand on the back and just... Yeah. Firebolt. You see flames in three points. You see Renthius reach out and some of the flames grow and increase in intensity. Mm. You hear an explosion, there's a cast of powder, probably goes at one point. You're sailing away and you feel the heat beginning to lick at you. Black smoke roiling up in this column, marking the tombstone of who knows how many sailors as the pile begins to burn. Just give it a naval salute mm-hmm. and I'll stand at the back of the ship watching it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You took some time. Between you, you were able to lift these guns up. Pretty much took all of you some engineering ingenuity, some magical use, but you were able to get this small tube, those brace cannons onto the ship. As well as a heavy chest of gold. Come next to Vanden. Their deaths are not in vain. They're helping us, even now. I know what they do is a risk every day anyway. It's fine. I just... Cherry on top of the cake, isn't it? Yeah. And I can't say what ships are missing. And That was... <laughs> it's stupid. But that's just... It's not stupid, no. It's your right to look. The ship you're looking for. Mm. What was the name? The Direwolf. The Direwolf. Right. Let me get a sort of mental note of that. It sounds familiar. It seems like it twigs a memory, but you don't want to say for it not to be certain. Mm-hmm. What's everyone else doing? Is just standing off. Um, Finding a quiet corner, working on my stuff. <laughs> yeah, I guess after she's finished burning the pyre, Elise would go sit on the same spot she always sits on and keep drawing and writing mm-hmm. notes. Um, Boblin would realize that Astor's alone, and that Ren mentioned before, that he would appreciate the company. He's gonna go and sit next to Astra. I'm probably downstairs as well in the corner, but just not yeah. talking. Mm-hmm. Crafting and yeah. emotions. Corner. Working on the potions, and tentatively just reach out a hand to Astra. Um, since he was alone when everyone was outside, he's just closed mm-hmm. his bag back up and he's just lying down. Hoping yeah. he's probably fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, okay, then never yeah. mind. Just mm-hmm. sit there and yeah. watch. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I'm just watching the water. Yeah. Yeah, Arinthius yeah, just makes idle chat with you. He's not really talking about anything in particular. <laughs> <coughs> He's impressed with 
with what you did. But gets the sense that this had some unfortunate circumstances attached to it. He calls over to you, Jocelyn. Mm -hmm. Is he alright? As best as he can be. I understand. It's hard to lose your crew. I knew the feeling. Likewise. I'll catch him later if he's... if he has a moment. Yes. Good. Alright. At least she's not wearing that bloody mask anymore. <laughs> he's really unnerving. Right. Couldn't see his eyes at all. Well, it's, you know, wise considering the situation, but yeah. a little... I understand the circumstances. Yeah. I just don't like not being able to see some guys, you know? <laughs> yeah. Mm. I get it, though. Hmm. Well, you'd never hide your face, would you, darling? Oh, no. His <laughs> <laughs> face is far too pretty to be here. Of course. <laughs> Although that uh, cat in fellow could give you run for your money. He has some uh, interesting decorations upon his person. I don't think I have noticed. <laughs> He's prison. Mm -hmm. That's strong. Oh, there's nice hair. Oh, there's a prince. Gosh. It's cool for choice, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, they all did tremendously well. I'm incredibly impressed. I could barely get a damn shot off in the thing. Oh, I know! Oh, that was so frustrating. <laughs> Two of their teeth. <laughs> While he's like on the hell. <laughs> I tell you, when something's up close, I have a chance to run it through. Yes, precisely. <laughs> we'll show these landlubbers what we're made of. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I forget, you're not naggy, are you? God. No, I'm not, but, yeah. you know. You know, there's a chance to improve oneself. Oh, I didn't have very good sea legs, I'm afraid. This is alright, the river. But, uh... Yeah. Mm. He threatens to, like, wobble it again. Let's see if I can make book upside down. Oh. <laughs> Do a barrel roll! <laughs> What's up, is that? <laughs> Let's stroll up. What are you two whispering about? <laughs> All manner of things. Oh, yes, yeah, not much in particular. See you live. <clears throat> Jocelyn, you're feeling up to. There's a bit of room on deck here. Yeah. Testing our skills. Why not? <laughs> All right. Haven't done this for a long time. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, move down into the middle of the deck, seeing as most people are just like yeah. absent from here now in this space. And I'm going to use my rapier sheath to spar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Keep the sheath on mm -hmm. so that I'm not coming at you. It's <laughs> a sharp blade. Kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I am curious to see this. Hang over the helm. Go on. Yeah, at least we'll turn around from where she sat on the couch, she'll be facing away, and she'll just be like, okay. That's how it's going to be comfy and watch as well. <laughs> Erythes pulls out a piece of gold. Money, money's on the captain. <laughs> oh no, it's pressure. <laughs> he flicks it. Ding, 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 ding. Lands in the brazier, which is unlit. I'll take one for Ronaldo. Okay, I'll go. Come on then, my entertainment. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> like ready myself to put a foot back and say it's Vanden. <laughs> take off my hat, take off my cloak, and take my sword out. But with the yeah, sure. Still. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Your blades cross in the morning light, and the bead light just shines through them. Jocelyn's blade flips down and she lunges forward for a strike. Make an attack. Oh my god! 20, 21? Yeah. 21, okay. Jocelyn steps forward, her foot hocking around yours, her heel kicking the back of your leg. You lose your balance for a second as the blade, the flat of it, comes down towards the back of your head. Roll damage, roll sneak attack. You get sneak attacks so within five feet and there's no allies. Right? This is non lethal damage. Okay, three. Oh, three, six, nine, ten, eleven. Okay. Yep. Fair. You've got a bonus action attack as well. If you want. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why not? Oh, that's a 17 on the dice, so okay. that is. Um... <laughs> three. Okay. Yep. So one blade. Flat on the back of the head, your dagger comes in, you, you just punch him with your fist in the ribs. Okay? okay. Yeah. That's not fair! I'll get a dagger! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, yeah. Okay, so that's a D4. Uh, four points of damage. Okay, another four points of damage, and you can step out of range if you want. Yeah, so that, step out. You, you try and take a swipe, but Jocelyn's foot comes out and just kicks your car twice, and you fall to, your floor, to the floor. What's she been all this time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can we get her instead? When a swashbuckler hits, they, you can't make an opportunity attack against them. Okay, yeah. mm. that's fine. Justin um, steps out of range and flourishes her blade. Well, I rolled my attack when I, think, when I thought it was my turn, that's 24 to hit you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not trying to actually take you down, so uh, 11 points damage. Okay. And immediately in the second one with a 17 to hit. Yep. For. Another um, point of damage. Nice. Okay, Renard comes at you, not as fast, but still swift, and striking with a lot of power, mm -hmm. a lot of ferocity, and obviously some raised and building up. His moves, while full of finesse and grace, aren't as swift and smooth as yours, but come down with power, and the blade swings off your drill, deflect one or two, the flat of the blade still. Knocks off your shoulders. I see you're getting vicious, little fox. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. uh, 15. Doesn't hit. I repost. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, 16 hits. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <coughs> no points of damage. Okay. Cool. Okay. Justin comes at you, striking, striking. You're ready. Fend both of them off before <laughs> skittering one of her daggers away to the side and just holding your sword up. To her chest. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna lower my sword and just shrug it off all to the back of the ship. <laughs> Lisa's staring wide eyed at Jocelyn, just like. <laughs> Gold's yours, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> I don't need to the captain. I say it's all <laughs> Well fought, my lady. Oh, it's alright. I know you're going easy on it. Me as a prince, after all. <laughs> Can't afford to actually hurt them. No, of course not. <laughs> you better not have been going easy on me. 
Iowa sadly not. Does anyone do anything? I think eventually I would go. Where's the, the chest that we took with all the gold? Just at the moment, just basically in like the front centre of the ship. I'm just gonna go sit in front of it and take out the thieves tools that uh, Arinthius gave me and just start like lock, practicing locking okay. and unlocking it. Okay, okay. And much yeah. like when she was practicing the sword fighting, it's like she's remembering mm-hmm. a pattern of how to do something yeah. and then gradually like does it faster and okay. faster. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, sure. Make a dex check. Don't add your proficiency. <laughs> okay, okay. It, after about, you'll try about half an hour and you, you don't manage to do it successfully. Mm-hmm. But at one point, Arenthius hands over the helm and comes up and sits next to you and comes up. Look. The stuff of locks might be different to what you're used to. I'm used to doing this with magic. <laughs> That'd be a very different way. It's been a while since I've done it this way. <laughs> That's okay. Here, let me show you. And he takes the sash off his, uh, off his waist, ties it around his eyes. Takes the tools from you. Lock springs open. I can do it underwater now if you like. Go on then. I know. <laughs> you call my bluff. But, sit with me. I'll show you. Here. Okay. Your hands are in the wrong place. This is what you want to do. He just guides you through it for an hour. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking over it and explaining what to do. It doesn't count as low proficiency to check, but yeah, yeah. this is the start. This is mm-hmm. the start. By the end of it, you're able to spring it once. It takes a while, you're there for about a minute, but you fiddle through and <laughs> you do break a couple of them in the process. That's fine. But through. <laughs> Pop the lid open. There's a lot in here. I know. Not just gold too. Mm-hmm. It sort of reaches in and pulls out this, what looks like, like a staff, maybe 30, 40 centimeters. Where there seems to be inscriptions spiraling around it. It's made made of like a, like a black ivory or something with two silver bands at the end. And I can't tell what this is, but I can. She just takes it from me. <laughs> 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 right, okay then. Now it's my turn to show off. And she takes out the battered old notebook and flicks through the pages and traces lines of static over the top of the staff. And her eyes white over. She starts casting identify mm-hmm. on it. Takes you ten minutes. You determine that this is an immovable rod. Oh. Yes! <laughs> this rod, once activated, cannot be moved. It will remain in place. You tell Arenthius this. You tell her. What? She gets really excited about it. <laughs> like literally, like a little kid. She's just like, oh, these things are so useful. You have no idea. <laughs> what is it? It's an immovable rod. Okay. What is that? It's literally. The name says it all, it's so an immovable it's a rod. It's stick that you can't move. Yes. With magic, you could put it in front of almost anything, I think. Okay. And stop it from moving. I'd say refrain from using that right here. As it may... Yeah. <laughs> it may run through the boat. <laughs> I'm afraid. I worry about punching a hole in your brand new ship. <laughs> digs through and with like a small crowd gathering, I'm guessing people are showing up and looking. Mm-hmm. And pulls out, and literally four of you are like digging in from this gold, and you find probably a total of ten gems, mm-hmm. varying colour and size. You find a small vial of an orangey red liquid that, when you swirl it, seems to burn and increase in light. You find a small ring, plainly made, silver, but inscribed with like spirals just going all the way around. 
as these items are pulled out, at least we'll literally just like, yeah, take yeah. them off people and start casting yeah. Identify on them. You spend the half hour, <laughs> you determine that it is a ring of levitation Ooh. and a potion of fire breath. Oh! Nice. Oh my god, some really cool things. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> levitation, you say? <laughs> yes, hello. <laughs> She's just staring again, like giddy and wide-eyed. So. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't have longer to search the hoard. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't be so happy about this, should I? It's fine. <laughs> Potion of fire breath. Ring of levitation. <laughs> you can levitate a, a small distance off the ground for a short time. Yeah. Potentially. <clears throat> Oh, I don't even know how to divvy these up, they're all amazing. I don't know, I'm not interested, anyone wants to... Oh no, you go ahead. Oh. Make use of these. Anyone interested in any of these things, or oh. can I play? Ring's very pretty. It is. I can already fly, so if someone else wants to take the ring, I don't mind. I'll take it for now, we can share it. Mm. Take, take it. Pretty. <laughs> pretty things. Yeah. Oh, she is a pretty thing. She is a pretty thing. Yes. Fly girls. <laughs> Fast fly girls. <laughs> and you have a potion of fire breath as well. Yeah. And the rod. The rod does not need to be tuned to. Oh, no. Imagine if you could speak draconic and breathe fire. Yeah. You could be a dragon. A full blown dragon. I don't know if there anything. The one we encountered, I don't think I want to be that. Oh, it was so beautiful. It was vicious. Hmm. I've always wanted to see a dragon. Me too. Not like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Supposedly there's a blue dragon who lives in the water next to Miratel. Really? <laughs> Nobody has seen it for a long time. But I grew up reading lots of stories about it. I always wanted to see a blue dragon specifically. And now we've killed one. And now I've... Yeah. <laughs> Didn't necessarily want to kill one, just kind of wanted to... See, it feel its power. <laughs> Valid. <laughs> You'd all know that dragons, which are chromatic in hue, red, blue, green, tend to be of an evil disposition. Mm. Dragons of a metallic hue tend to be of a better dis disposition. So I was going to go check on Astro at one point. He's awake now. If Cassian's been sat doing his stuff, Astro's probably just done his bag business and then. Mm -hmm. Writing in his journal furiously. Mm-hmm. Just gonna come down below. Hi. At this point I will pack my stuff up and go up. Oh, deck. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Come and sit. Sits, sits next to him. Mm -hmm. Very small writing in his journal. Very small. <laughs> <laughs> Need a magnifying glass to read that. <laughs> I write a lot, so I don't want to waste the pages. No, you're certainly not doing that. How are you feeling? Fart shaking between. You'll bounce back. I know. Always do, always got to. Yeah. So, Druid, Druid crafts a few flowers in his hair. Mm. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Thank you. 
Lynette used to do that to me. She drew it. Very similar to you. I think you'd get on. <laughs> so I need to meet your mother and your sister now. <laughs> I think they'd both be proud of you. Eventually. Did you want to be alone? No, I've been down here long enough. Come get some men. I'll do. Walks next to you again and has a tail little sort of under for a full again. Hmm. Comes back up to the top of the room. Good to see you again. I'm glad you're feeling better. Oh yes, always bounce back me. Right, I'm tired of this, you can take over. <laughs> I'll take it home. Right, this takes off his jacket and goes to sit and like up at the bowstrip for a little bit. As it walks away from me, I pull his tail. Sir! Sir? I'm not against it. <laughs> walks off his tail. <laughs> Swishing. <laughs> Gives you a look just behind. I'm not saying it's as uh, Vandon goes to the, the helm, I'll um, say, you know what? I never did get that chance to do your portrait. Did you alright? I'll be standing here for hours, so why not? Perfect. Let me get out my sketchbook and my paints, yeah. and I'll just sit there and just paint yeah. here with my book. Spend some time drawing. And <laughs> yeah. Create a wonderful portrait. Sun-kissed Renard. Yeah. Sailing North. Arenthius comes up to you, Astra. Hello. Are you doing anything? Just playing his music. Okay. He comes up to you. You play a good tune. Thank you. I, I spent a lot of time in the Navy. We'd, we'd always have people on board, raising morale, playing music. It's, it's a good way to keep everyone, everyone's spirits up. Fine. Doing a good job. Where are you from? If you don't mind me asking. Near, near Revan. Revan? Mm. I've not been over there. How is it? Beautiful area. Oh. The city itself is very busy. You don't strike me as much of a city sort, but... No. Oh. Not at all. Hmm. All that fresh air must be good for you. Are they all handsome where you are? Or... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or is it just you? Oh. <laughs> Astra blushes. <laughs> Uh, thank you. Um, it's nice of you to say. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Maybe I'll go visit River one day. Maybe you should. Take a walk in the forest, see if any handsome folk come out the trees. Or... <laughs> Never know. You've run into some interesting folks in the forests. I'm sure. You're in some interesting folk at sea. <laughs> I can't imagine the type of people you've met. His face sort of breaks a little bit. He's looking back. Yes. You do. Go on, play me another tune. Alright. Plays more lively tune. <laughs> like one you've already played in the Doctor Mary Town. I like that. I like that. 
It just sort of sits opposite you, sort of resting against the prow, just looking out at the scenery around you. You're going through sort of soft rolling hills, scrub and like, like farmland. You see fields of green and yellow and various browns and colours rolling off into the distance. Far, far off in the distance, you see the hazy line of the mountains, far north. Is anyone else doing anything for the rest of the Can I go up to Jocelyn? <laughs> well, she paints. <laughs> oh, are you still painting? Yeah, well, that's she's fine. just out there then. Yeah. Just go and sit and watch her draw. And look at the drawing. You're really good. Oh, well, thank you. I had a lot of practice. <laughs> Where did you learn to fight? In Miratel? Oh. Yes, yeah, in Miratel, yes. Mm. A lot of the uh, musketeers there. Huh. Okay. I. I've met some people who fight like you, but they're not from anywhere near here. They're kind of, it's a unique fighting style, but it's really good to see it. <laughs> Thank you. I'm pleased. Mm -hmm. You fought very well. You have excellent powers. Thank you. Yeah, that was something. <laughs> yes. I never thought I'd ever see a dragon. <laughs> I'm rather uh, taken aback at that. to see one, which seems stupid, but... No, it's not stupid at all. <laughs> I just wish you could have salvaged everything from it. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> yes. I hear dragon scales are particularly tough. Mm. Oh well. Yeah, it's fine. Really, that's the main thing, right? Yeah, we found a bunch of other cool stuff, so... Precisely. Yeah. Which you also have a talent for identifying, I saw. Yeah. Did you learn those skills anywhere in particular? Not really, around. Mm -hmm. Just um, always really enjoyed magic and artifacts and the pursuing thereof, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> There are so many amazing things out there, and it's just, you never know what you're going to find and what they can do, and so much power in items and enchantments, it's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> Although I must admit, this is my first adventure, so <laughs> I'm rather pleased to be more of your company, I must say. It shan't be your last. <laughs> Justin Fabon. Certainly not. <laughs> I'll make sure of that. <laughs> the Fabon's always wanted adventures. <laughs> yes. Suddenly so found yourself a long one now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no. This kind of stuff happens to us a lot. <laughs> I am happy to help in however way I can. So, it's not that. She used to read me adventure books when I was a very small child. Right. <laughs> what kind of books? Uh, Treasure Isle. No way. I love that book. It's about pirates. Yeah, I know. Yes, <clears throat> of which you had a particular affinity for. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got a little pink. <laughs> what? Nothing. Explain. <laughs> oh, you know, when you were a child, you played pirates. Yeah. 
And so abandon was kept to abandon and I was <laughs> Carrot on Joss. Yes, that's <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and we had spa and go on adventures and seek treasure that's and so cute. Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. I was like eight at the time, by the way. Yes. <laughs> He's taking off his hat softly. At <laughs> <laughs> least he's just laughing, she's not even trying to come her out. His shoulders just silently shaking. So, pirates, huh? <laughs> well, it's what we do in Miratel. When I said those were my ships back there, they're pirate hunters. Oh. And trade ships, but. Uh, like the pirates in Faralstead. Mm. We have an allyship with Farrell to protect the bay. Hmm. Obviously the pirates attack the trade ships and... I don't know, I suppose I took an interest in taking down pirates from a young age. Yeah, just nicely. Captain de Favron looks dashing with a pencil moustache. <laughs> I'm sure she does. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> At some point, I will quietly walk past this lot chatting and just watch all the water at the back of the ship. Vibin. Vibin. Looking at my hands, vibin. Vibe check. You watch the water part behind the ship. It's just a soft comfort in it. Look at your hands and the circles and patterns you've traced on your palms and up your wrists. Hear soft singing coming from the water somewhere. Ah, oh, screw it. <clears throat> I take out the wand and just <gasps> unceremoniously sinks yeah. both ways. Caught weighing it down. Oh shit! <laughs> you swear you feel the henna freeze and grow comfortingly cold before. Returning to body temperature. Let it go, Elsa. Don't hold me terrible. back anymore! <laughs> like Prospero casting his books out to see. <laughs> you say long for the rest of the day. Do we right. get a long rest? <laughs> not a short, short rest. rest. Not you you, you can take a short rest. You can take as many short rests as you want. <laughs> As I get back off that. <laughs> you can roll some hit though. Mm, you, can, you can heal from that. You can heal from that, remember? You can solve rest. Oh yes, I will use all the rest. You stay long, past midday, into the afternoon, winding along this river, up north, past the plains, into the plains and beyond. You do see small hamlets and villages as you pass, as you sail up, and you see occasional ships docked or fishing ships which have made their way down, but nothing large. Keep on sailing, as the sun is setting, Arentheus uses Thaumaturgy to ignite the brazier. And says, Righto. I know we're not looking forward to it, but... We, we can rest. Lord knows I need it. Yeah. We'll have to be up early, before the sunrise. 
we'll make our way to the point. We can cut them off at the bridge, keep standing up here, or head a little bit inland to the ruins of the Abbey. What's the vote? What do you think is technically better? Yeah. Have you been to this area before? Do you know? No, I'm going on information I've got. I Personally, I'd prefer to be in the Abbey. I agree. Cover. Height. And the ability to spring. Mm. On the Not all you can see in the dark, can you? No. Just me. Uh. We can try and work around that. If we can illuminate them, but not us, yeah. we'll be in a good position. I can do something like that. Good. Oh hell. <clears throat> I don't know what this abbey's like, I don't know the conditions of it. We can get there hopefully two hours before sunrise. Mm-hmm. If we're lucky and we've made good time, if the information I got is well and correct, they shouldn't be long after us. We won't have long. I wouldn't say we've wasted time, but time's been taken from us. Yeah. We can take up cover, prepare ourselves for them to move through. Pandit, I say you give the signal. Actually, Jocelyn, you'll be able to see them from further away. I'm sorry. It's but fine, it makes sense. Do you want I could try and send zip? Zip? Oh, um, it's this little bird. The oh. bird he used earlier. He's our scout. Oh, how wonderful. Yeah. I can send sometimes to scout on things, people. That might help, actually. If you can send the bird to scout on them before they arrive and we can make a decision in case their numbers are far greater than we anticipate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. And on their position, so we know where to go. <coughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First priority, finding the Abbey. Mm-hmm. I know the rough area, but we may, we'll have to leave the ship behind. We can bring the ship with us. You know, yeah, we can sit back in the bottle. That still baffles me, but <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> we'll have to make our way by foot. Point me in the direction, I can probably work it out. Mm-hmm. Do you want to rest first, okay. and then run there in the early hours of the night? Or we'll dock up, run there, and rest? I guess rest. we could camp there, but it would be a risk. We don't know, they might beat us there or something. I... I say we head there now, and if we must, we find a place to make camp not far, mm-hmm. rather than right in the location where I'm going to surprise them. Mm-hmm. Also, this boat lying around will draw attention if they do happen to go past us, so... We should be off it. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. We can get as close as we can be in maybe an hour. Mm-hmm. Ready yourselves to go. Do anything you need. Mm. Got it. Question, would I have finished any of the health potions for <coughs> now? Yes, you would have finished one. Okay. Yay. So I've finished two of the sweet teas, if anybody wants them. Who used up potions in the last battle and needs to restock? I used one. I've still got mine. I did. <laughs> yeah. I would. Look on if that's okay. Take it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Another one. The one you gave me before, was it a regular one or a greater one? I can't remember. I think I haven't given you one. Oh, did you not? That's no, because that's what you're making one. Yeah, that's why it's taking Sorry, I'm No, no, that's fine. You can have that one. Take it. That's right, I can do But she can heal, so give it to her. I'll take it. Yeah. You have to get up in battle. That way, everyone's got something in case someone goes down the other. Which potion was that? A normal heal potion. We'll be fine. If we can take down a dragon, we can do this. Come on. I'm I'm sure I need not tell you two, but from what I've heard of the Weeping Eye, we're not fighting a beast that's looking for its next meal. We'll be fighting people who are 
trained and experienced in killing. They are reckless, they are ruthless, and they enjoy it. They're not to be reasoned with? They're not to be reasoned with. These people take contracts for the fun of it. So you're aiming just to go in there and kill them? No, I want answers. Hobble them if you can. Immobilize them. Mm-hmm. If we can pin them somewhere, wonderful. Sure. Mm-hmm. I, I have to say this, as angry as I am and as ruthless and probably deserving of vengeance these people are, they are hired killers. They're not the people responsible for what happened to my, me and my family. So my vengeance isn't against them. That's fair. There might be some spells I couldn't think about that might be able to help you with interrogation. That being said. Or capturing. With all respect, sir, they don't all need to be alive. Of course not. Let no guilt wash over you for ending their lives if need be. But we need some. Are there any in anyone we should look out for in particular? Do they have any kind of, you know, ranking system? Look out for someone who probably be high rank, have more information, or there's a one of them white white fur. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Their numbers are bolstered with knolls. Uh-huh. If you've not seen before, a demonic cross of people and dogs, hideous, vicious. I say this with the utmost prejudice. <laughs> Forgive me. Can I remember what the captain looks like? Big, seven and a half feet maybe. White fur with patches of grey. One eye. Heavy leather spiked armour. I describe this as I'm remembering. Mm-hmm. Easy to spot then. Mm-hmm. I've had a few encounters with gnolls. They may have dogs with them. Hyenas. Mm-hmm. Keep them away from you. Are you guys going to be okay with this? Astra? Yeah. Yes. You sure? Yes. Okay. It's okay. I've encountered gnolls before. Okay. I'm sorry to hear that. Truly. It's okay. I'm just going to squeeze Bob on the shoulder. So we want to try and capture this captain alive as a priority. If he's, if he's, oh no, if I want to there. kill him myself. Do you want to question him first? You can give him a chance. They won't be full numbers. We're attacking by night. And we can surprise them. We can surprise them. They may be wounded. Mm-hmm. We have the advantage. Then let's get a move on. Yeah. Mm. Ready yourselves. Sail on. He takes the helm back and <coughs> lets everyone else carry on with their preparations. Swaps out. Means loading his weapons and putting his pistol into the brace. This rack of throwing knives onto his other ribs. She's taking out his sword and putting them back. Checking the sharpness. And Astro shoots him looks when he's doing that. <laughs> <laughs> he sees you looking and practices a few moves just on the deck. <laughs> I take out my sword and examine it. I didn't get a chance to sharpen it. This is... <laughs> Really hoped that I would before this. Would I have a whetstone on me? Most likely, yeah. Yeah, okay. Do you need this? Thank you. <laughs> I will Very sit well. down and spend however long sharpening my sword. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. 
I'll pull out my sword and practice some form that my mum taught me. <laughs> I call out for more. I'm sat on the deck. Back straight, Cassian. Yeah, one step back. <laughs> Which one? I walk over to him. <laughs> I see you've got the basics down. That's good. Would you like me to perhaps refresh your memory? Please. Of course. I'm it's, Yeah, been a while. <laughs> you take some time. You practice some drills. You steal yourself a little bit. Anyone else doing anything? Elise will, yeah, take out the arcane focus and kind of like swirl it around her and just let lightning like dance from it and around her mm -hmm. and then just kind of like wrap both chains around both of her arms like she's like binding herself, her arms together with it but let, letting it float in front of her mm -hmm. and kind of letting it like mm -hmm. rotate and just... Mm -hmm. The soft blue glow like dances off the ship and, and the water around and mm -hmm. see the the stern is sort of illuminated in blue, whilst the, the, the fore prow is illuminated in red, or the, mm -hmm. the brazier and the fire. And she just watches it and revels in the lightning <laughs> dancing over her body. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the sunset is coming soon, probably. And just looks over and pulls the ship up to the side, you hear it <laughs> beat itself on the low sand. This is as good as we'll get. Okay. We'll make the run across the landing. Right. He hops off. Do a thing. Go on. <laughs> Before you put it back in the bottle, mm -hmm. I just want to take this bag off and leave it on. Mm -hmm. On the ship. On the ship. Okay. Yeah. And then tentatively get off mm -hmm. and just watch. He's mm -hmm. holding the bottle. You sure you're okay with that? That's right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cork it. <laughs> Compresses. Huh? The bottle. Does the bag go in there? It does. Oh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. I'll, I'll talk to you about it. Thank you. <laughs> At least takes the bottle, puts it in the pouch. Do you mind if I keep hold of it? The bottle? Mm. Sure. Thank you. Here you go. Esther. Mm -hmm. uh, I offer you my crossbow. I know you're still unarmed. Yes. I want you to be able to protect yourself. Or I'll hold out the stiletto dagger that Pebble gave me. Just in case. Even in self-defense. Take the dagger. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. If you ever want to use a crossbow, you're a damn good shot. Yeah. It's not it's not really my forte, it was just He got a bullseye through his own bullseye. <laughs> Impressive. But I'll hang on to it. If you want it, you can just ask me. Sure. This way I believe. We're running over. Cross them for a little while. Might have to break through a few fields. Then we should find a path. Let's go. Mm -hmm. He takes off at a steady jog. He walks <coughs> the fields as the sun sets. Hops over the low wall, sort of looking around. Begins making the run. The rest of you follow. Mm -hmm. You run for about 45 minutes at a reasonable pace, and you're all adventurers. You're, you're able to keep up some cross country running. <laughs> <laughs> After that time, the sun fully sets. The sky painting with, with blood red. 
before moving to dark. If anyone's doing anything while you're running, mm. keeping an eye out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Keeping an eye out. <laughs> keeping eyes down. Okay. Okay. Because um, I want to see if there's any um, tracks or footprints that I would notice. On okay. There. Okay. Make a perception check with disadvantage because you're moving quickly. Okay. But is anyone helping? I was yeah. going to say, if yeah, multiple people are helping, yeah. then just do, a, do, then just do one straight yeah. roll. Not that any of us yeah, are straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, you're, you're giving I advantage. Yeah. Thirteen. Uh, Thirteen. Okay, okay. You run, and you run, and you run, and even taking into account the dim light, you're able to ascertain the, there isn't anything following you. You do see occasionally wild beasts. You see a group of deer who follow along and like run alongside you about 50 meters away from you, but keeping pace with you and then quickly overtaking. And you see occasional eyes in the dark in the forest line as you pass through and then dark fully sets in. After a, a little bit more, you come to the path. So you don't see any tracks until you come to a path. So you've basically gone off the river then bisected the path which comes from what you know the bridge would be and heads along past where the abbey will be and to Bramley's Nook. It doesn't take long. You do see tracks. Make an investigation check. Okay. I'm saying you you hold up, you stop for a sec. Mm -hmm. Not survival? Uh, oh, yes, yeah, 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 so, yeah you can roll survival. Okay. 15. 15, okay. The tracks take up the entire width of the road. It's clear to see they are going the other way, so it's from Shable and out. Right. They're unlike anything you've seen. They're each one are perfectly in line with each other. It's not like people have run through like like a group that you're doing. It looks like marched, regimented, regimented soldiery, perhaps. What kind of footprint? Heavy bootprints. You see the exact same studs of boots on each one. Five on the toe, three on the heel. Asher is like kneeling down, looking mm. at them closely, mm -hmm. pointing them out. You see on the sides two sets of wheel tracks moving through, and um, and horses prints as well. Could Astra tell how long they've been there? Like how old the tracks are? Mm. A couple of days, perhaps, maybe two. Because it looks quite a number as well, like quite a large number. It's almost impossible to tell okay. because each footprint behind falls into the one perfectly in front of it. Oh, I don't like that. Could this be the weeping eye, or would this be someone else? I would bet my money on it. It's them. Okay. I've never. If they have horses. They have more than just soldiers. Make a history check. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'd say both of you actually, Jocelyn and Vanda. <coughs> I've never seen anything like this. Ooh. 21. 14. Okay. Jocelyn, you know this is your time in the military, you know this. It's undoubtedly hobgoblin prints. There are few cultures as sort of regimented as hobgoblins. They're known across the world. There are many mercenary companies um, who are hobgoblins and there was an old empire which came out of Erin, essentially, several hundred years ago. But in their military training, they are known for marching perfectly in rank and file to the point to confuse anyone who's tracking them so that exactly that they can't track numbers. Mm. I relate this to everyone quietly. Well, even they're going away from Shadyborn, so that means that these might be the ones that are coming back this way. 
But it's good, it means that they haven't been back so far. We're only ahead of them, so let's keep moving, yeah? Mm -hmm. You continue. You press on into the night. A short while later, don't you? Can I do a similar thing to Bogum and do a find familiar? Yeah. Send it ahead of us? Absolutely. Can it be an owl? It can yeah. be. It can be. Silence. <laughs> What's it look like? It's like a... Like a barn owl. Yeah. Little patches of light brown and white coiling out of smoke and mist. This, this face spirit takes the form of an owl. You reach out to it with your mind and send it out. Because you see through its eyes, you won't be able to, if you're running, you won't be able to watch through it because you'll just face plant while you're running. But you can send it ahead of you, have it look and alert you if you see anything. Yeah, okay. I'll do that. Okay. It can see perfectly in the dark as well. You send it ahead. It rides on ghost silent wings into the night, like a, like a kilometer ahead of you. You take off running into the cold night. Short while passes and you feel the connection again. You see a silhouetted shadow flash before your eyes. A ruined building of some sort, a high tower, rubble, stone. You're not far off. I'm only there. Is it empty? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's abandoned. Good. Good. We can get a rest when we get there then. Yeah. You press on, and before long, for all of you, some longer than others, shadows manifest out of the darkness. Arinthia stops and catches his breath. Good. Good. We can take cover. You arrive in the ruins of the Abbey. You see Essentially, the four corner walls of it, barely just standing, you see a large bell tower with shattered remnants of an old stained glass window in. You see crumbles of walls and pillars which have fallen to the ground and rolled across, stones which have grown mossy and covered with age. A half-broken gate which leads you into the sort of courtyard of this abbey. The path goes through. You're in a sort of valley, so the path will inexplicably bring people through here. Mm -hmm. It goes from the east to the west. Okay? Right. We should set up a camp. I think okay. a way that we can be more protected. Uh-huh. Okay. But let's go to where we want to camp for the night first. Yeah, I suggest we go somewhere higher up. Then the lookouts can have a vantage point as well. I can try and scale up a little further if you like. Same. Mm-hmm. Good. You need a rest as well though. I will. You stand on a slightly raised up platform overlooking the abbey in the dark light from what you can see on sort of the, the raised eyes looking out over everything. Um, well, I guess you want to cast your thing first. This just seemed like a good place to be. We can see all around the, around the area that we're in. Yep. Right. I will warn you, it's, it's kind of cosy. I've only seen people really do this for a handful of people, not as many as there are here. We're all used to roughing it, it's fine. <laughs> okay. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> um, he takes off the bracelet he's, he's holding, and like, takes one of the little beads off it. Um, sits down in the middle of the group and just focuses on the bead, mm -hmm. which starts levitating out of his hand, yeah. slowly above them. 
until it's about 10 foot above them. Mm-hmm. Um, and after a minute or so, it starts to extend and go around them mm-hmm. in this very like pale, like sunlight color mm-hmm. until it completely surrounds the area in a 10 foot radius. Okay. And I cast Tiny Hut. Mm-hmm. Nice. Does it consume the component? It consumes it, like, okay. so the bead has disappeared into it. Okay. Exactly. Okay. okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Um, so we can just about see through, like we can see everything out of the thing, mm-hmm. out of the thing, but nothing can see in. It would just be like this weird. You can make it different colours on either mm-hmm. side, so you can just make it like jet black. With or the, yeah, dark grey. Would that like disguise it at night if someone didn't have dark vision? Exactly, exactly. And even if they did, it wouldn't necessarily catch their attention because it's just <coughs> a black mm-hmm. globule. Mm-hmm. A dome. This is great, Astra. Can we go in and out of it or do we need to stay here? No, you can. You should be able to go. As long as you stay inside. Astra has to stay, right? I have to stay inside, but you guys can go in and out as you please. You just needed to be in here for it to be started. That's never, great. Never done it before, so. Okay. It's really cool. Well, that's brilliant. Thank you. I think there's some more stuff we can do, though. What, um, if I take out my compass, would I remember what direction they'd probably be approaching from? Probably from east. Which would be where on here? So that would be there. So literally oh, through the portcullis? That, that's the way that you came in. Okay. And as you're sitting in the valley, the valley's all sloped up north and sloped up south, so if they're going to Shadebourne, it makes sense that they will pass right. through the walls on the ground. It would be a fairly big detour for them to go up the hill and around and go through. Um, yeah, at least we'll just say, I'm going to put an alarm over that gate, and then I'll know if, if they do approach in the night while we're asleep, and she'll just hop down and go over there and they'll see like this big wall of static electricity and then disappear mm-hmm. around the gate. Yeah, yeah, okay. Sort of nudge Jocelyn. Mm-hmm. So, would you have any aversion to Elise turning you invisible? I don't think so. Why? I noticed during the fight with the dragon you were trying to get cover. If you were invisible and hid near the entrance, you could perhaps get quite a good blow on anyone coming in. I could do, but... I'm just trying to think of vantage points where it would be most optimal for us all to begin attacking from. Hmm. I think on the floor would be too dangerous for her, but there's that ledge just ahead. Didn't you say that the spell can cross if you attack somebody? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say I'm back by now. Um, <laughs> so, sorry. Yeah, you'll stay invisible until you cast a spell or attack someone, but um, it might be useful for one or two people to get the drop initially. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess we should discuss what exactly we want our plan to be rather than doing disparate exactly. plans. But there's a lot of vantage points around here. I'd really like to be somewhere high up. I like the idea, though. I mean, I can. There are plenty get of places to hide. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't yes. be opposed to it if you're offering. Not to be invisible. I can do that. Like necessary business. I won't be able to cast any spells myself until you've taken your actions. But if it's not mm-hmm. crucial, then don't worry. But no, I mean, if you think it might be useful, uh, you could hide in plain sight and get the drop on them one way while someone else approaches from the other and flank them. Well, I was thinking to actually take the vantage point from up in the bell tower, so. If not, then don't worry about that. Don't worry about making me invisible. I'll take point up there. Okay. Uh, I'd also like a high up vantage point, but maybe uh, if you're up there... Mm. We can share. I'm sure the space up there might be tricky getting up, but... I can climb. I can fly. <laughs> That's appreciated. <laughs> what is it? 
actively hide throughout the abbey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Distribute each of us where we think we can do the most damage. I'll have yeah. to be on the ground. I have a real sword and something else up my sleeve. Mm-hmm. I can make you invisible. I can make all of us difficult to see. Be beneficial. Mm-hmm. If anyone has a bow, I could make use of that. I don't feel that hiding will be very advantageous. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if I'm firing off black powder. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you, Josh. Stows over his back. Is that a long bow or a short bow? It is a short bow. Okay. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> There's also a spell I can take that might make the ground a bit slippery, make people fall over. As long as you're not making us fall over. As long as you stay out of the area of the spell, you'll be fine. I suppose if they have to funnel through the entrance, you could do it. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, that's then we idea. get the drop on them. That would be a great start. Mm-hmm. So it makes them slip. Make them all fall over. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Right, I'll take the bell tower. And he jumps down from there, moves across, and you see him throw up a grappling hook and then begin to scale the wall gets up to the top. You see him as the wall is formed down from that side. He takes point and sets up just racks of arrows and prepares himself. And is he going to stay up there, not in the hut? Well, no, 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 he's just setting things up. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see he takes two more ropes and basically ties one off each side going down the side of the building. Ah, cool. Is there anything else we can set up? Like Arenthius's? Uh, Bolin, you could do what you did in the temple with the, the ground. Yeah. Move it up from underneath them. Yeah, I can do that. Maybe do that if they start getting close to anywhere where they can climb up to reach us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we can get a group of them clustered together, I can make them easier to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I suppose if we just all have things ready for the moment they come through. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to climb down and walk the perimeter mm-hmm. of the abbey looking for any good hiding spots, looking for any way that we can sort of block off their exits, trap them in here, mm-hmm. um, just basically taking it in, looking for tactical advantage points. You figure that once they're in, Bobbins Mold Earth could certainly collapse some of the portcullis, being that it's stone, uh, the actual gatehouse itself is stone, and taking five feet of stone out of that will collapse the whole thing, essentially sealing them in. There are walls going around the whole thing, and so if they wanted to get over one of the low walls, it would be much harder for them, and trapping the portcullis behind them would, would work. So basically, basically taking the roof out of it, and the whole thing would just collapse. Oh, you mean the gate? Yeah, 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 the gate. Yeah. Nice. So, you communicate that to Bob. Yeah, that, that. Bob them down and mm. tell him where <coughs> he should do that, given the chance. And yeah. As soon as they appear? Mm. As soon as they're inside. Yeah. So maybe if I put the grease spell like inside it, and then they come through, slip over, and then you collapse the gate behind them. Mm. <laughs> yeah, to, to get the use of my that might be better than collapsing the ground out underneath them, as that'll only trap maybe one or two, mm. but that yeah. will fully shut them back. Mm-hmm. So who will be useful on the ground? Cassie and I. Yeah, and, uh, and Jocelyn. Yeah. Um, I'd like to be as high up as possible. Well, I feel you can do a lot from high up. Yeah, I can uh, have to be 30 feet in order for me, 30 feet away from the gate if you want me to collapse the roof. No problem. I oh. think this area here for Bobbin. Mm-hmm. I agree. The northeast building. Yeah. Take over in there. Different buildings is good. Maybe everyone should be paired up just in case. I don't know if maybe either Astro or Sari will go with you. We don't want to leave anyone alone. I'm not defended. Yeah. 
Astra, what are your thoughts? I mean, you can stay right here at this vantage point. I'm happy to stay back here. I've got spells that can reach to do, to help. Mm-hmm. Can you cast from inside the hut? Did yeah. you cast that on? Just want to ask that. It depends on when they arrive. I think I'd have to drop the hut. I think. Or just exit out of it. It, it lasts for eight hours, so. So that'll be our rest. Mm-hmm. You can stay hidden behind the walls of the abbey up here and cast your spells, <laughs> get back out of range. I don't like the idea of leaving someone on their own. Well, where will you be placing yourself, uh, Sariel? If I'm going to make them more visible to us, I need to be within 60 feet. So you and Bob are at the front? Mm-hmm. How long has it been since I cast the owl? It's only a few minutes. Yeah, like, like, like 40 minutes. Okay, okay. <coughs> I will have sent it out back the way we came, like back the way the footprints yeah. are leading, so mm-hmm. that they don't get the jump on us while we're planning okay. all this. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So you could send it out, have it wait on a tree, and just watch there. It doesn't yeah. need to sleep, yeah. so you can just watch. I think we have a good plan. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Just like the bandit camp. Just like the bandit camp. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone wants to take some time getting familiar with the layout of this place. Yeah. 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 Take a walk around. I'll do it for yeah. a return. Yeah. Um, I'd like to get some sleep if you don't mind. Of course. Yeah. Um, just first, Astra, this, uh, I take out the immovable rod. I'm just thinking for you in terms of options for things you might not have to kill anyone if you don't want to. There's so many things you can do with this. You could just like put it on top of someone and weigh them down and then they can't move. How do we use it? For example, um, it's just like a button. There's a button on one end, you click it and it cannot move. Thank you. He takes it. Mm-hmm. Just that might be useful for you. Perfect. Well, once we're familiar with the grounds, I'm happy to take first watch. I will do. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to take a watch later. Okay. okay. Give Cassian an odd look. What did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You prepare yourselves. Those of you who do, after you've taken your, your walks around, you converge. <coughs> uh, those of you who have taken watch, what are you doing, sorry? That's just sort of... Either finding a vantage point or just wandering the perimeter. I'm, yeah, I'm going to be strolling through the. Okay, okay. Make, make a perception check, both of you. 11. Okay. I can't see in the dark. <laughs> also 11. Mm. Okay, okay. Nice. It was so close to a 17. <laughs> you both circle the perimeter for a few hours. It's cold, it's dark, and you hear howls in the distance and hoots of owls. Nothing seems to approach. Night is still. Cassian, you have a lot on your mind. Renard, Vanden, you certainly do. You feel, you can almost feel your past creeping up on you down the Eastern Road. And you know with the dawn it's gonna come. I sort of shake this from my head and mm-hmm. uh, go and find Cassian. Mm-hmm. You convene in the centre. That will calm them, put them there. We're all going to Show me this. There's... It's mostly uh, like empty now courtyard, probably the centre of the abbey at some point. Yeah, you see a column coming up with a circle on the top in the centre of the um, in the centre of this courtyard essentially. You look at it, it seems to be a dragon or a serpent of some form 
eating its own tail. If you make a religion check, Bokeem. I'm sure I've seen this one on camera. Oh, natural 20. Nice. Ooh. 15. Okay. Yeah, you're both totally certain this is, was a temple or an abbey to Corelon, the god of the arts and magic. When we founded the first druidic circles. Hmm. I'm gonna look at this and then I draw my sword on Cassian. I instinctively draw my own sword. <coughs> I smile at you. Try and hit me. Make an attack. If you would. Okay, um swaps are left handed. Um, first time using this, so <laughs> here I go. <laughs> Natural 20! <laughs> 26! Despite its weight, and your seeming, uh, I'd say lack of experience with the blade such as this, you <laughs> dive through the air like an extension of your arm, <laughs> water flowing off your hand. Not to hit him, but just no, to... No, no. Yeah. It bypasses Ren's guard of... This wide, flat blade, wide as your as your neck, finds itself at your throat. Good. Uh, fifteen. Yeah. The blade is switched off. Mostly, yeah. Just want to knock his back and put yeah. my sword to his side. Mm-hmm. Again. Oh. Uh, twenty-four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That hits. Yeah. Just sort of whack him on the leg to sort of kind of imagine him a little bit. Uh, the 25. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, only the first one, but yeah, just knock it out of the way again. Yeah. Okay. I'll say you trade blows for half an hour under the moonlight. This near silent dance of death, <laughs> tension. Both of you landing strikes and a little bit of sweat running down your, your breath coalescing into connotation in front of you. Is there any point to this or just working out some tension? I told you I'd help you practice. Sure. Jocelyn gave me a few pointers earlier as well. Right. I knock this off from his hand. <laughs> Why did you kiss me? I go to retrieve the sword. <laughs> Kick it away with my foot. Because I wanted to. Fair enough. I kick the sword back towards him. <laughs> You're better than that with that thing than I thought you would be. Thank you. I look forward to, <laughs> like I said, some fun and tricks tomorrow. I'm getting sick of arguing with you. Alright. So I apologize for throwing you against the door. I mean, I quite enjoyed that. I must admit, I 
told Savvy a little while ago that pushing your buttons is quite thrilling. Right. And now I know that there's such a pretty little face to fluster under all that. And I'm bright pink. <laughs> you can see it in the dark. <laughs> Case in point. <laughs> We've proved in the past that we fight well beside each other, so I hope to see some of that out of you tomorrow. I'm sure you will. <laughs> I've got your back. I've got yours. I know. Good night, Cassin. Good night, Renard. Vanden. I'm just going to walk off down to continue my patrolling down yeah. the other end of the abbey. You continue for a little bit and finish your patrols at the staggered times. Who's taking the separate, sorry, the second watch? Okay. Oh, oh. Sarah and Justin. Oh. I'll just take two. I'll just take okay. two. You two go. Okie dokie. Yeah, okay. Perception? <coughs> oh. Uh, yeah, you, you can put the models there, or you, or you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna, it's fun! <laughs> Cassian, more like Cassian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ivivi. <laughs> uh, 22. 22. Okay, oh. okay. As you're, you've had a rest, so you, you're, um, you're familiar with being dismissed, mm. but you can summon it again if you wish. Sure, go on then. Okay, okay. You send it off. Flying silently down the path. And both of you begin patrols around and through. Sariel, you hear the sounds of movement off from the abbey from the northeast. You look out and see a pair of large cats, maybe lynx or puma or something similar. Their eyes glitter off the moonlight and she can stalk back into the night. Besides that, the pair of you don't see any other threats. You know it's about an hour before the dawn. Oh. When the, when the night is blackest, the owl comes back in. You see a flash, an image from above of several figures moving quickly but surely through the night towards you. How far away? Bow. Five kilometers or so. Got maybe half an hour. Okay. Mm. Maybe a little bit more. They're coming. Are you sure it's them? Do I get a sort of look at what they look like or? You saw about 10, 12 individuals, couple, about half human, half to this description which you had heard, moving through the night, armed, armored, cloaked, <clears throat> several canine beasts on chains one significantly larger than the rest. From what you've described, I think it's most definitely them. All right, let's inform the others. Okay. Sariel rouses you all, mm-hmm. quietly. You know, the time is up. Perinthius dons his hat, straps up his armor, and climbs down. You see him scaling the wall. Yeah, I go up to the tower as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, you, you on the other side of it? No, I was going to be up yeah, with it. There are the remains of a shattered window, and he takes his bow and breaks out a few more pieces. The rest of you move out to your positions. 
problem scenario over here, I think. Yeah. yeah. So we're covered by yeah. the cannibal. And yeah, yeah, you're hiding behind yeah. the <coughs> Jocelyn Landon. The Jocelyn's uh, there. Oh yeah. It was I was meant to be here, wasn't I, by the gate? Mm-hmm. Were you gonna be underneath this building or yeah, by the gate? Behind the, the gate? Yeah, somewhere like hiding there. Cool. I'll wait under here mm-hmm. to duck out. Mm-hmm. Where do you wanna go? Um With you. Okay. Okay. Sarah, you sent for me around one more. And it returns soon. It definitely closer. Everyone get ready. And this takes out her arcane focus and is just holding the chain, just kind of nods at Arinthius silently. I prepare mold earth so when they come through the gate, it'll collapse. Yeah, I prepare. Grease to go like right here as soon yeah. as they start coming through. Yeah. And I'll prep fairy fire. Mm-hmm. Um, I prepare a hypnotic pattern. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I prepare shadow blade. Okay, okay. I'm ready my attack and I lean into Cassie and say, I know you've got this and you're going to get five temporary hit points. Yes. Okay. Okay. I say that you're readying these things all at like the last second. Mm-hmm. So. Before that, Sarah's gone out and reported, and then to the point where they're close enough where you can watch through the owl's eyes, you can take silent circles over the abbey, seeing everyone hidden in place from your high vantage point, and you're able to see them coming closer and closer. You whisper to Boblin and the others beneath you that they're close. You all begin the incantations and hold them. Mm-hmm. You see a cluster of figures and hear the noise of footsteps and leather shoes on hard packed stone. You hear heavy, laboured readings of several beasts. You hear the clattering of steel, of weapons, arms, armour, chainmail. And a number of figures emerge out of the dark. And that's where we'll end today. <laughs> First of all, thank you Fenrir Ice for your ring of flotation. Thank you Laura for joining us. Thank, thank, you. You, so much. thank you everyone for playing. Thank thank you. So much. And thank you all for watching the heart of our story. <laughs> we love you so much. We will see you next week for this. We love you! Bye bye! <laughs>